Hi listeners, welcome back to the Absolutely ADHD Podcast. I'm here with Mandy, my friend Mandy, who's also been on the podcast before. She's my amazing, my first and my only amazing business coach. She's going to be here with us this week and next week as Sam is in Australia right now. But yeah, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be back on Absolutely ADHD. I know. I feel like, I think you've done, has it been two or one other episodes together? I think this is my second one. Okay, sweet. <laughs> I know. This is awesome. Hi, everybody. I'm back. I love it. I love it. So listeners, I am a business coach. I work specifically with people with ADHD, teaching them different business strategies with a twist, helping them launch and grow their business online in ways that support their ADHD brain. Amazing. I love it. And, okay. Can we just jump into Bagelgate? <laughs> yes, we can definitely jump into Bagelgate. So, I'll preface it. Like when we yes. were talking about what topic to talk about this week, um, specifically, we, you know, look inwards, like, you know, what's going on in our lives? What can we talk about? And that is what brought us to this topic of like dealing with criticism and rejection and critics and silencing our, you know, or quieting our own inner critics, all this stuff. So Mandy, yeah, I'll let you please. So Alana asked me, you know, what's going on? And I said, well, I have an idea for our podcast episode. So recently Alana and I posted a reel that went pretty viral. It was about 8 million views. And that was probably two months ago or so. And we were both like, wow, like that's a ton of views. Amazing. Well, Last week, I posted a video just totally off the cuff. Like it was, I was recording a vlog and I accidentally caught myself chomping on my bagel. And I, um, you know, that feeling when you have, you know, you're eating something every day for months and then you take a bite and you're like, I will never eat this again. I can't eat this. So I accidentally caught myself going through that exact moment. And I thought that would be relatable to our audience. So I posted, I mean, it was like an eight second clip and people are going bananas about this video. There's 15.2 million views and I have gotten the most wild comments. I I will say I have had so many positive comments. So many people relate to it. They're like, oh my gosh, I get that. That happens to me that I've done that. You know, a lot of really positive comments, but I have never in my life heard some of the things that these people are saying. So many negative things. It's wild. Yeah. Like even though we had that video with such high views like we thought that was a lot I can't believe that this bagel I mean it's oh my gosh it's so relatable but clearly people are like what is I don't even know why is people why are people mad I mean I'm like my breathing (laughs) like my breathing I mean people are very upset about the way I'm breathing the way my nose sounds I'm questioning if I need to go get checked out for a deviated septum. I don't know. No way. <laughs> yeah. And and just like there's just a lot of negative comments. So it really had me thinking like, wow, this is just so 
It's just a lot, right? Um, you know, you and I have been posting on Instagram for about two years or maybe two and a half or so or whatever, but it really got me thinking, you know, our audience, we really deal with uh, the RSD is such a big thing, rejection sensitive dysphoria. And so I asked my audience yesterday in a poll, I said, you know, I've been talking about Bagelgate for like a week. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is happening. This is happening. Listen to this, you know? And so I asked them yesterday, I put up a poll and I said, do these troll comments and the thought of them prevent you from posting online? And 24 people said that, yes, they hesitate to post at all because of the thought of trolls. 18 people said that they don't get too personal because they don't even want to deal. And then 19 people said that they don't care. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, you know, it really, I think the overall thing here with the troll comments, it, it really upsets me that these people do this because it really prohibits people like us who have these big emotions and feelings it can really stop people from showing up online and sharing their message because of the thought of these people hiding behind their computers, saying things that they would never say to my face online. 100%. And we are a community, like you said, that has these, like the way we think we come up with these big ideas and these you know, things that we want to help with and put ourselves out there, like things that, you know, a lot of us are very like driven by connecting with people and helping people understand things or, and so I think it's important, like we want to mention, like with rejection sensitive dysphoria, this is, you know, what that is, is this physical feeling and this physical pain that we get as a result of any type of like perceived criticism or rejection. And what I'm thinking with this is like, this isn't even perceived. This is just like terrible people on the internet just like throwing out these things at you that you absolutely do not deserve. And I think we were talking about this on a voice note a little while ago. I feel like because of social media, we've all gotten to this just as a society, like everyone expects every single piece of content that they come in contact with to be curated for them. Like because the algorithm is so strong and that's how social media works. I feel like when people see see something now that doesn't resonate, they almost get like triggered and mad as opposed to just like keep scrolling. It's a very weird turn in like social media. I totally agree with you. There are so many comments on that post about like, well, that doesn't happen to me. So you are lying. (laughs) Well, that was the thing that was so annoying about our, we're girls with ADHD, like our video that we did. Um, so many people were like, this isn't ADHD or like, you know, that's not, you don't have ADHD. I'm like, dude, if you don't relate to this post, that doesn't mean that I don't have ADHD. Right. What is happening? It is. Yeah. And it's just so concerning. Like, you know, why are people so mad about what we're posting about? Like who cares? And that is one thing that I keep going back to, right? Like, I made a post yesterday and I talked about in the caption, you know, a few years ago, these comments would have absolutely crushed me. They would have made me run far away from Instagram, but I've done a lot of mindset work and confidence building. And now 
I honestly, I sent, I, I mean, I screenshot these mean comments and I send them to you and like, we laugh about them. I send them to yeah. other friends. Right. But like, I send a lot of them to you and I'm like, God, look at this one. This is wild. And that's what I don't think that these people understand. Like, I think that they're in such a negative headspace because yeah. I mean, you know, think about it. Like not a single happy or and successful person is going to leave a comment like that. They're just not period. Right. And I honestly believe that they think leaving these comments that, you know, they like really want to stop other people from posting. And yeah. it's just so bizarre to me. I'm like, yeah. you know, how, how have we gotten here <laughs> as a society? Like, stop that. It's just such a waste of their time. Like, I wish I could just be like, go outside find a hobby like do something happy I know and then of course the side of like I wish some of them knew like if you comment on this like you're gonna get more of this content so like you just like you're screwing yourself but (laughs) they don't know that and then it's also funny because the audacity that someone has to have to go to a post that has clearly related with millions of people like the post has already gone viral like and so clearly people resonate people are like oh my gosh I have a hyperfixation food and then I can't eat it yet these people are confidently like no <laughs> what is happening it's, my favorites are the ones that are like nobody cares and I'm like I 15 million views here sir I need you to I know, I know. like <laughs> but and it is helpful to be able to laugh about it and we have like you said we have like our support system and I think being able to laugh at stuff is just kind of how I cope. But it is really hard. Like it is really hard in the moment. And when we already have brains that fixate on the negatives and fixate on the things that we feel like we should be doing better, like other things, things hit so much harder. These are the types of things that I think really do. Like it does hold us back from putting ourselves out there in any way in business and work and like trying new things in our personal life and dating, like all these things. It's like our nervous system, I feel like is already so sensitive to like the potential of criticism, you know, we're already freaked out about that. So then any type of, you know, anything that feels like it might be that is the worst feeling ever. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's funny you mentioned dating because I've come so far in my Instagram career here, but (laughs) my, my dating rejection and all that stuff. I'm like, Oh God. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, I think I've been single for like five years now at this point. It's just. These are the things like sometimes, and I hear this from clients all the time too. Like it's almost just like easier to just close yourself off from the potential of feeling that way. Like I get why we develop these, you know, coping mechanisms over time, you know, it is hard. I always find something I've noticed about something I do this, like, this is a new revelation um, that I'm really trying to work on when I'm sharing either like my opinion or my thoughts, or I want to tell someone about like something I'm working on. I almost try and control their perception of like what I'm trying to tell them. Does that make sense? Like I, I'm almost like anticipating their criticism or rejection ahead of time that I over explain and I'm overly like trying to explain this stuff that's like, 
I shouldn't even have to do that. Like, it's it's fine. Like, chill. But I know this. I'm doing it. And I need to stop. Is it kind of like masking? Definitely a masking thing, for sure. I think it's like deep down, I'm like, okay, like, here's a perfect example, actually. I struggle with the fact that the type of things that might perform like really well on social media isn't the type of stuff that I always want to be perceived as. Like, for example, like the things that we work on with clients, like it's serious stuff and it's stuff that we've learned over time and it's stuff that we research. Yet I have to be okay with like one of those silly videos doing well and someone being like, wow, that girl doesn't know anything about ADHD. Like, you know, I have to understand that like, I have to be okay with the perception of it. Yet I always try and control everyone's perception of everything. And what a like tough way to live, you know? Oh my gosh, totally. And like, what a lesson too, right? With this bagel video. It's a freaking video of me chomping on a bagel, like totally on a whim, posted it. Most viral video I've ever had. Like, are you kidding me? exactly not about my my business or my coaching or the great results you'll get while right like how many people you literally coached to help start and launch their businesses like not not that stuff like and I'm like why why so interesting so uh, just another lesson like I mean honestly you never know what people are going to find interesting relate to so just posted and see but again like it's hard when you have this business online and you do have these ADHD feelings of you know like oh it's almost like almost perfectionism in a way right of like really wanting to have your audience perceive you in the way that you're trying to be perceived and it's hard there's just like it's just a lot well and it's hard too because for us you know with any situation we're so in it. Like we're so aware of it. And I think we forget how passive people are on social media, you know? And so even like certain things with like repeating myself or sharing, like, you know, my offers, like it's scary to, I'm always like, Oh, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to be annoying. Someone who might see what I'm talking about today might not have seen that. I talked about. I don't remember what someone posted on their Instagram story yesterday. Like none of us, you know? And so I always try and remind myself of that. And I think another really important piece of like, what can we do about this stuff in any, in any setting is just knowing what like triggers us, you know, yeah. is it trolls? Is it um, criticism from our, is it constructive criticism from our boss? Is it criticism from someone we know, you know, all that stuff we have to know, like what it, what is it that's like hitting us and what can we do to kind of challenge that and be like, okay, well, what are some alternatives of like what could actually be happening? Maybe it's not so personal. Maybe it's not a slight. Maybe it is yeah. just, you know. Totally. I have a tip about uh, feeling annoying on your stories talking about your offer. Can I show Ooh, you? Let me, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So this is what I talk to clients about. And so a lot of us will feel annoying if we're like talking about our offer every day on our Um, on our stories, right? Because, you know, we are the ones that are in it and really doing the sharing. But you're right. I don't remember what everybody posted yesterday. These people are not going to remember what you talk about from day to day on your stories. 
And if these people are getting annoyed with you talking about your business and your offer, just know that those people are not your ideal client and they would have never bought from you anyway. So if they leave your audience because they are annoyed because you were talking about your business on your business page that they decided to follow, you know, wish them the best and carry on their day. Absolutely. And I think also the concept of just feeling bad taking up space or feeling like we shouldn't take up space or I think that's so common just as ADHD women just feeling like too much or you know feeling all the time and it's like you're so right like and it made me think of it when you said (laughs) that we're posting about our business on our business page that someone has chosen to follow like yet here I am like oh I I don't want to be annoying (laughs) yeah sorry like no they're clicking that it's the same thing Yeah. Right. I mean, I feel it too. Totally. And I'm like, oh yeah, I should talk about my offer. (laughs) (laughs) But I get it. I totally get it. This is all also why it's even more important as ADHD years to be able to like name our wins and like acknowledge our wins as they're happening too. Cause I think, like I said, we get fixated on the negatives or the, the other thing, the downs, the things that we're being critical of ourselves, all that stuff. And so we need to do like what we can do to, help ourselves get that dopamine throughout whatever we're trying to do. Right. And I think that's one of the most important ways. I feel like you're really good at that. I feel like you always have little cute things in your office. I try. So you can see behind me here, I have my like little like exciting board here where I can write fun things. But I also, since we're here, I have my little jar here and I call it my success jar. And I know you at home probably have lots of crafts in your house. So what you can do is you can grab like cute little pieces of paper, cut them up, and then keep them on your desk. So when something really awesome happens, you can write it down as a win. And then you put it in your success jar here. (laughs) And maybe like on a bad day or something, dump it out and read about all the awesome stuff you've done. And really that helps refocus your mind and on positive things. Thinking about how far you've come versus gosh, like I haven't done this yet. I still need to do this. And you know, that feeling of like not being enough, this success jar is like, I mean, I literally like washed this out from a product I bought at the grocery store. Right. And it's really fun. Like I, sometimes I dump it out and I'll like restart the jar, but then I keep like the real big highlights in here. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's just like a really simple, easy thing to do. That's fun that I like. Um, and then I think, you know, having, somebody in your corner that really gets it is such a great way to help celebrate those wins and and have somebody on the outside that's also helping you celebrate and celebrating for you as like a cheerleader and somebody to like, you know, keep pushing you forward. Like I can't express to you how grateful I am to you because you're that person for me. And I don't know what I would do without you. No, same. No, I think about this all the time. Same here. Like, you really do. Like, I, it's so important. We need to feel understood and like find those people that understand us. And like, we're going through, you know, similar things and challenges. And um, if I couldn't call you and be like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And like, like I just don't know. Yeah, it's it's so important. And I'm so grateful that we have it and we found each other again through social media, which is here we are a positive of this thing that we're talking about. Um, There are so many positives, you know, with 
all the the negative stuff that comes with it. There are so many positives and like, just if you can find just one person, I mean, a community is great, right? But if you can find one person who is in a similar place to you, in a similar niche as you, and has similar goals as you, you know, and keep pushing each other along and like really support each other, that that has been one of the best parts of my success is mm-hmm. is experiencing all of it with you. Totally. I love oh, you're so sweet. I love that. <laughs> um but really like for I tell everyone this like when cuz anytime I'm curious like if you feel the same way whenever I'm on like my personal page and I see someone from like either high school or something that's starting a business or putting themselves out there in that in some way, I'm just like you freaking go. Like, I know how scary it is. And it, it gets me so excited to see that. And so for anyone who does feel that doubt or is like doubting, you know, starting something or putting them, something that they're interested in out there for the public, or even if it's something just for fun or starting a business, the thing I always ask myself is like, what year is it? Like it's 2024. We're not going to put this idea like or business in the newspaper. <laughs> like it's like the best way to get it in front of people who will find value in it is social media just is. So I always like tell myself that I'm like, yeah, this aspect kind of sucks, but also there's nothing else that could get this many amazing people that could learn from me than want to learn from me, you know, in front of what I'm trying to say. One of the things also that I was thinking about with the jar that you said was we get so caught up in the moment, like whatever is happening just surrounds us. And so the reason that I like that is because when you are in that low and you're feeling negative, you're feeling bad about yourself, like, I don't know about you, but I can't see those positives. Like I'm not able to grab them from my brain. I'm I'm just not like so fixated on whatever's happening. So I love that because I think that's a good way to like remind yourself in the present moment. Like, no, here's some tangible evidence yeah. of like, these good things when our mind is trying to convince us that there's no good things. Oh, love that. Absolutely. Another one that you can do is I have, um, you know, our endless screenshots on our phone. Well, <laughs> what you can do is you can start screenshotting the positive, kind messages that you get, like the DMs, the comments, start screenshotting them. But immediately after the screenshot, save it into a folder on your phone. So call it like my hype folder, my positives, something like that. You know, you have to save it into the folder or it will just go into the abyss of like the screenshots and we'll never see it again. But sometimes, honestly, I did this last week when I was getting like these really wild messages, right? I went into my folder on my phone and I read through some of the incredibly kind and powerful messages that I've received over the past two and a half years. And that was so powerful to help me forget about these negative comments. So that is a really big one that has been really helpful for me. I love that because we are driven by connecting with people and like all that stuff. And so that's like such a good reminder. And even just the smallest things, like when someone says, oh my gosh, like I feel so seen, Like that makes me so happy. And with any of the stuff that we're doing, like any posts, this podcast, like anything that we're sharing, like all we're trying to do is like help people understand this part of them a little bit more. And if the way I look at it is like, if this one piece of content 
help someone like when they go to the doctor, ask a question or at least feel a little bit more in control of something, then it did a good thing. You know, that was the whole point, regardless of trolls. Yeah. And if these people like, cause a lot of, it's, it's really unfortunate, but I have noticed that a lot of the comments I receive, the negative ones are really young people. They're really young. And like, I just, I wish that they would understand how lucky they are to have this resource on Instagram to learn about this, you know, about ADHD and their situation, right? Like I'm 37. If I would have had this information at my disposal, I would have understood myself so much better and so much sooner. And I mean, we had to figure everything out on our own. Like my doctor, even when I was a kid, he was like, I don't know. I'm just you know, you're just a little different. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> I know this, <laughs> you know, like, can you tell me why? Like what's going on here? Right. You know, I had no idea. So I had to figure it out for myself, but you know, instead of bashing people about their differences, I would just, I wish they were just more curious, like, you know, yes. learn and, and accept people for being different just because something doesn't happen to you. Doesn't mean that it doesn't happen to somebody else. It's so interesting, though, that you said, like, if these people were were more curious instead of just like, no, not me, you know, because it really is. I think that makes a big difference also when you're with intentional scrolling, like, we need to know, like, if something doesn't resonate, like, we can just keep going. And like, there's no, I know, groundbreaking. (laughs) Like, Like I said, I, so maybe it is like, again, like the culture of social media and like young people just feeling like everything needs to be completely curated for them. But I don't know. Some, yeah. I don't know. My thoughts are all over the place, but yeah. <laughs> Bagel gate 2024. I mean, it's so fun. I mean, people, my friends were texting me. We were texting about it. My dad is like, you should call the police. I'm like, I'm not going to call the police dad. <laughs> you know, like user number underscore five seven two is threatening me. Like I don't know. I mean, my family is so sweet, but they were very concerned. They were like, you should take down the video. It's like I'm leaving it up. <laughs> but like I said earlier, I've done a lot of mindset and confidence work to get here. Right? Like I didn't just pop onto Instagram and be like, I'm gonna deal with all these troll comments with a smile on my face and laugh about them. Like. I joined Instagram. I entered a, I got a brand new email address. I connected a brand new account to this new email address. So no one I knew would be updated about my new account because I wanted to go into my Instagram journey with a clear mind. I wanted to get out there without people I knew seeing it because I was nervous and I was scared to put myself out there. I wanted to figure out how the heck to do this before really putting myself out there in front of my own circle of people. So that's one thing that you can do if you want to start on Instagram, create a new email address, don't connect your phone number and start your Instagram account to that new email address so that you don't show up as like those people you may know. So Mm -hmm. that way you can kind of give yourself like a clear stage to practice and find your voice. Yeah. That's such, it's such good advice too, because 
I always feel like some of the times when I'm hesitant to post, it's not the strangers I'm worried about. I don't really care what they think. It's almost the people from home or the people from high school, you know? And obviously it's the same thing. Like if they're following me, they're probably like, they're being supportive. Like it's fine. So why do I care? But still it does get in the way. So it's important to know, like, is that a barrier? Like how can you kind of eliminate that barrier and put yourself out there? But that is such an interesting topic too, like posting in front of people, you know, that makes me way more nervous. I rarely share my success on my personal page. Like I think I've probably done it maybe 10 times. Right. And I'll get a few people that I've been close with pop over to my business page each time, but it's, it's always scarier. I think when I post it to my personal page, because those people know you and and they or they, you know, they have this uh, preconceived vision of you. And right. when you're doing these new things, they're judging you probably. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just me thinking that they are, right? It's like part of my RSD situation. But like, maybe they're, I mean, you know, it's very different from what I professionally did um, getting out of college, right? They're probably like, oh my gosh, like, what is she doing? Posting these silly videos. Like, but at the end of the day, I'm not there to serve them. They're not really my ideal client or audience. And, you know, if they want to watch my page and like make fun of me, then that's how they want to spend their time. Then I'm flattered. Exactly. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Sometimes it'll surprise me. Like some one of the people that have followed me has followed me for a while, like that I did know, you know, like three months in was like, oh, I've been watching, like, this is so inspiring, like things like that. And I'm like, wow, like I did, I would have thought that person's judging me, you know, so it was nice. So we have to kind of do what we can do to also provide alternatives of like, you know, maybe it's not all criticism (laughs) and judgment. I shouldn't assume that they're judging me right off the bat. Um, It's hard. It's hard, right? I I've always been really sensitive. Like even growing up, I was always really sensitive and I'm trying my best to not be super sensitive in my adult life. But, you know, I've definitely gotten better at it, but I definitely catch myself being that way sometimes for sure. Yeah, no, seriously, it's, that's one of the hardest, probably one of the hardest things. And I think part of why I feel like controlling everyone's perception, it's just Mm. like, because I'm like, no, don't have that criticism. Don't have that. I'm addressing, you know, it's, it's crazy, but uh, yeah. We yeah. Have- like when people were on, on Bagelgate, they were like, you didn't accidentally set up your phone to record. And I was like, yes, I did. Like, <laughs> like that was like the most annoying part. I was like, oh God. I know. No, I did. Should I respond to every single comment and let them know that I did? No. Right. I know. And then I, cause I know the comment, like one of the comments you're talking about and someone like defended you and was like, she wrote in the caption that she was literally recording a vlog. So like she literally said it. <laughs> like, it was literally the, the first sentence in the caption too. So these people clearly don't care, right? They just want an outlet to be mean kind of. And sad as that is like they clearly didn't read the caption at all, or they would have noticed, or they just wanted to be combative and like, tell me that I'm lying. Like, okay, you right. know, I'm flattered you. And then, I mean, people were like coming back for days and days to like fight with each other in the comments. <laughs> They're like out for blood. Like, yeah. no, like, Girlfriend, you have been here for five days. Like you're like, everybody go home. <laughs> like, go home. Just, just chill. 
social media is so weird. Like it's it's so weird how many people have gathered in them. I know. Yeah. And it's like, man, it, it can be, I, I get it for those people that are saying that they don't want to show up on social media because of these trolls. Like I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want you to know that they there are things that you can do to work on your mindset, work on your confidence, to work past that, because it's not fair for you to not share your message because of these goons hiding right. behind their computers being mean to you. Yeah. Like I said earlier, not a single happy person is going to leave a nasty message online. They're just not doing that. So right. I, I just want you to internalize that. It has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. They are in a spot where they're probably like miserable and they're taking out their anger on you. There's also no need to try to argue with these people. If someone is leaving you a mean comment, you are never going to change their mind. It is not worth your time. I used to argue with them sometimes for sure. It's a little dopamine hit. Absolutely. But it's not the heart palpitations and the hot feeling. It's not worth it. Like you're going to fixate it and fixate on it and ruminate on it. Like for the rest of the day, your response, what are they going to say? Oh my Mm -hmm. God, blah, blah, blah. It's not freaking worth it. You have better things to do with your time, your business, your life, right? It's honestly, you're never going to change their mind. They're never going to be like, gosh, darn it, Mandy, you're so right. I apologize for being a jerk to you online. Let me just like, no, they're never going to do that. I'll like send something snarky back with a smiley face. And then they like come at me like four times harder in the DMs. And I'm like, no, retreat, retreat, retreat. Like, why did I even do that? I think like, to your point too, it's also like when we recognize our triggers, we know like, okay, well maybe in this moment, if I'm wanting to respond or wanting to handle this, let's just take space. Like, let me just pause, you know, just take a moment and then kind of like revisit later in whatever way. I know this is so common, just like, you know, accepting criticism at work and putting yourself out there in anything. Like it is so terrifying. And so I, we have to recognize that that is not a big enough fear to keep us. It's a, it's a valid fear. I get it. But we also, we don't want to let any of that potential, like keep us from putting ourselves out there. I had a really great time on the podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Alana is kind enough to let me link some freebies in the show notes. I have one freebie that you can sign up for. It's called the Negative Belief Blaster, and it comes with a mindset staircase exercise. So this is for anybody that's looking to improve their mindset, work through some limiting beliefs. This is a really great resource for you, and it'll be linked in the show notes. Okay, perfect. And yes, because you guys have to check out Mandy's stuff because it's really great. And I'm, yeah, I'm just happy that, well that we have you for a little bit Um, thank you so much and you guys can find me on instagram at hey mandy bauer m-a-n-d-y b as in boy a-u-e-r yep and i will i will link that also so you guys can just click the link click the link too and yeah well i hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week thank you so much for having me alana it was great (laughs) all right bye guys have a good week
As always, thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's episode. You can find me on Instagram at Coaching by Alana, and you can find the podcast on Instagram at absolutely.adhd. Don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, write us a review so we can help share this information with more of you. Thank you so much for the support, and we will talk to you next week.